Hey guys, this is the show where I talk to people and have conversations about life, death, and meaning. But today's episode is without the people. It's just me talking about relationships, meaning, love, philosophy, consciousness, and just getting my thoughts out there. I don't really know where they went, but they went somewhere. And if you're interested in hearing it, then they're here. You know, there's always so much to talk about. There's always so much to think about. It's always something on on our minds. And I felt it might be nice to just have a solo episode here, talking about things, playing with ideas, and overall just trying to appreciate life for what it is. With that being said, whatever I say here, take it with a grain of salt. You know, it's all just my thoughts. And nothing I say is set in stone and most things we think should be open to criticism and reflection. And so that's what today's episode is. Just me talking, thinking, getting it out there. But with that, my name is Evan Liel. I have a podcast and this is it. Hope you'll stick around. Thanks. Thank you for joining me on my solo session of this podcast. You know... I think something that I am coming to realize more and more is this the power this is the power of having relationships, having meaningful relationships in your life. You know, I just got off today of having many wonderful conversations, reaching out to friends that I don't reach out to enough and trying to be there for as many people as I can because I know that they're right there for me. And it's for me it's just been appreciating that and finding how much effort it takes to kind of live a well-balanced life. How much effort it it really is to maintain stability and guidance and uh, being mentally and cognitively strong enough to make it through whatever life throws at you. And it's a lot to balance that with everything out of your control, which is, seems to be everything. You can only control what you pay attention to, you know? It's okay. That's just kind of the way it is. But it's hard to learn. It's hard to learn to let go. And I, I by no means am trying to sound like some guru out there who's giving advice because I'm the one who needs the advice. But, you know, it's just, that's the point of the podcast, just trying to find that, trying to find the the wisdom that people give and offer and can offer. There's always different routes to go down. And we can get caught up in where we are, what we're doing, how we're doing it, where we want to be, what happened yesterday, what happened a year ago, what happened 10 years ago. You know, just like understanding the chapters of your life in a way that all makes sense. Because you, know, you don't know how many there are. You don't know how many chapters there are. You're just glad to be alive another day. And we can all hope, you know, that we live to the average life expectancy of somebody who lives in any Western country. But, you know, there's so many people who are fighting for their lives every day and that we just don't see that, how lucky we are to not be in that situation. But it doesn't mean you're not dealing with your own issues as well. It doesn't mean that what you're experiencing isn't just as heartbreaking in its own way. And 
you know, it's okay. I think it's okay that it seems that way. But all we can do is our best. And giving back is the most important thing that I can seem to know or do. Giving back, giving our love to to others is really, I think, the way out of here. Just loving others. Loving yourself, loving others, and loving the objects around you, the, the sky, the universe, consciousness, existence, in and of itself, of existing. Be loving towards that and everything in between, everything that can come of this, anything that could ever be experienced. You know, for me, it's just all about being more loving. And I struggle with that. You know, I'm not perfect. I'm not as loving as I want to be. I'm not as caring as I see myself to be. And, you know, it's like, I always, I always want that. I'm not always searching for more love towards other people, towards my family, towards my friends, towards people on the street, people you walk by that you wouldn't say hi to for whatever reason. Like, why not? You know, like, why not just say hi to them? (laughs) Um, You know, easier said than done for a lot of people though. And it's like recognizing your own issues, becoming aware of what there is, becoming aware of how we're handling these situations within our lives so as not to overwhelm us while at the same time not being consumed by ourselves in order to, to produce something good in the world. You know, and, and everyone has a different path. No path is the same. I mean, that's what's beautiful. That's what's so cool is that everyone has a different piece of advice to give. There's always something to learn from other people. And that's what I love, you know. That's why I love having conversations. That's why I value conversations so much. It's, I mean, I'm orienting my life towards conversation uh, with this podcast and everything I'm trying to do with it. Um, Everything for me is through communicating with others and seeing their perspective and putting your own hubris and your own self to one side. Just offering yourself. Just offering yourself. Just doing that. Just offering the best you can be and, you know, recognizing that other people aren't, um, you know, they're, they're in a certain path too. And it's okay. And that, you know, what they're dealing with is just as real as what you're dealing with. Recognize that because we're all in this together. We can't do it alone. Recognizing that, you know, maybe they flipped you off on the freeway. Maybe they stole your friend's book or, you know, incredibly taxing things like they divorced you or you can't seem to move on past that relationship or you can't see others the way you want to see them. You know, looking inward, like looking at yourself, reflecting on who you are, what you've done, how you've wronged people. Because we all have. And of course, of course, it's horrible to think about. We all have our own regrets. You know, think about yourself when you have your regrets of the things that you wish you didn't do, but are unchangeable. They are etched in this world in some sense, and and you can't take it back. It's okay. It's okay. It's part of learning. It's part of growing. It's part of just being there for yourself and and just recognizing that it's difficult. And that nobody has it figured out, and everyone's going through their own their own mind, their own consciousness in their own in their own specific way, and they exist within you, and you exist within them. You're just as much 
a reality as they are to them, it seems, even if it's not true, even if we're living in a simulation, even if we our, our minds are hooked up to a vat in some other part of the, the ether, or you want to see it through some solipsistic lens, you know, it's like, I'm the only one that exists. Once you start thinking that way, I think it's just dangerous because it doesn't really matter. You know, it's like, yeah, it, it would be interesting. Well, it's like, it doesn't even make sense in a lot of ways because if somebody seems to exist, but doesn't exist, what does that look like? I mean, it goes back to the philosophical zombie question. For anyone not familiar, is a zombie that we could exchange for an AI system, a robot, whatever, that seems to exist, seems to be there functionally, seems to talk exactly how a human being would talk or smell exactly like a human being would smell and, and moves and, and walks around and is in every single way indistinguishable from a human. Can you conceive of something that is in every single way indistinguishable from a human yet doesn't have any lights on? There's nothing there. And it acts in the world. It does things that any human would do. It is, by all intents and purposes, a conscious being. Yet there is no awareness of that. There's just no awareness that they are conscious of doing all these things. What does that look like? Is that... Is that conceivable? You know, I don't know if that is possible. I don't, I'm not really sure if I can conceive of that. And I think consciousness seems to be separate. Because when a body dies, and this is just me working through this problem in my head, because I, I vacillate between what I even think I think. I'm not really sure what I think about it. And this is me getting my thoughts out there. And I'm by no means a philosopher who is trained in any sort of academically rigorous way. I'm just getting thoughts out there because I think they're interesting and I think they're important to talk about. And if I can discuss this with people that know far more about this than I do, I would love to talk to them. And that's my goal of the podcast is to get more people who think who do this for a living and uh, talk about these sorts of questions because these are the questions I'm interested in. And anybody listening to this, um, I hope is somewhat interested in it as well. So that is, uh, that is a part of this podcast um, and something coming down the, the pipeline, hopefully very soon. But back to the original point, I mean, maybe that's the, the route we go down when we start to believe that as a human species, speaking from a, from, from a anthropocentric perspective, which is the only perspective I can come from, is one who looks at the past and looks at through history and and at what was deemed moral and what was deemed immoral and to think that what was said back then had any merit in present day morality seems almost inconceivable how people can not not to use inconceivable yet but it seems almost it seems so illogical that somehow people thought the things they do think like how on earth how on earth could we come to a point in human civilization when we thought that people of different races and ethnicities and sexual identities and gender identities, how they were any less a piece of our experience here than we are? When you, when you take that perspective, we're all a part of the earth. We're all a part of the universe. We're all a part of 
whatever this journey is, whatever we find ourselves in, we're all a part of it. And it seems so incredibly morally wrong to think that we're not all a part of it. That is like, that is, I think, at a root of something in humanity that we need to get rid of is this idea that we are separate from something. We are not separate from anything. We are all here experiencing something, whatever that may be, you know, and, and, you know, I don't, you know, I, I, I'm not really sure how far this goes into um, panpsychism, which is the belief that everything has consciousness, even down to the smallest particle we can know, bosons or quarks, whatever. You know, I'm not a, I think, I don't know, I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a scientist by any means. I've read a couple books, but that's uh, that's about as far as my physics knowledge goes. There's quarks in the in the world, um, in existence. Um, like what's smaller than that, you know? Um, I don't know. I, I have no idea. But what I find of such importance is getting rid of that, getting rid of this separateness that we are not that we are not a part of everything that there is in the universe because it is all a part of us as well. We're all one thing that even down to the smallest quark in existence, that something has a consciousness, something there has a consciousness. This is the the belief of panpsychism is recognizing that everything has an experience of what it is like to be experienced. Um, There's something that it's like to be a quark. There's something that it's like to be an atom. There's something that it's like to be a desk, a chair that consciousness is fundamental to existence. Consciousness is fundamental. You can't get rid of consciousness. That there is something that it's like to be something. I mean, there it runs into a combination, what's called the combination problem, which is the difficulty in reconciling how, if there's something that it's like to be a quark, how does that build into an atom? How does that build into combination of atoms which build into a person like how does that come to be of existence and so recognizing that everything deserves to be treated with equal amount of love and equal amount of respect but we all need different things it's just about love and about care towards everything you know and i i don't know maybe that is true it seems pretty insane to think that a desk is conscious but maybe it is like maybe what it needs is to just be loved like just love the desk a sweet desk in front of you. If you're not in front of a desk, then you're behind a car or, you know, you're walking in a city or you're taking a jog, you're sitting down in a chair, whatever it is, you know, whether or not it's true, like maybe it's not conscious, but maybe that idea that everything deserves to be treated with love and respect, especially those things that we do think are actually conscious, like animals, but um, like recognizing that Everything has a life. Animals have a life. Non-human animals have a life. I have a life. You have a life. The grass has a life. The food you eat has a life. The tomato you had for dinner. Hopefully you had a tomato. Something good. Something green. Something red. Um, Everything has a life. Everything has some sort of way that it uh, produces an experience. And it might not look like anything you would want to live because you're a human and you can only experience life through a human's perspective. And this is just what it's like to be a human. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that because we're all a collective experience. A desk in front of me, a tomato, a plum, my partner, my best friends, 
the person on the street. It's all, it's all there for us and we're there for them. And there is no separating that. There's no separating us being as much of a part of their life as they are to ours. Um, you can't separate it. If you separated it, there would be nothing. Um, but like just going back, maybe that's what death is. It's just going back into what you were before this collection of particles decided to form into whatever it was. And you just go back to that. You just go back. It's such an interesting thought, you know? I think it has a lot of merit when we think about it deeply. That it's not that nothing happens, just this doesn't happen. And we can't conceive of nothing because nothing doesn't exist. And it just seems as if nothing would exist after this collection of particles decides to be no more and to move on to something else. But that's just what you were before, you know? It's just, it's okay. There's just a blimp on this existence, but you're going back somewhere. You don't just stop existing. It just goes back into something else. If it breaks apart, it's a natural part of life. You don't want to be stuck to the same thing forever. Why would I want to be stuck to the same thing forever? But maybe it takes time to build into that, you know? I, I want to experience things beautifully and lovely as I experience them as a human. And I, I, I love being a human. I just love being a human so much. And there's nothing I could, would ever want to do to take that away to take away my human experience, to take away the love that I felt and the pain that I felt, which brought me into such a better place for me. And, you know, it's like recognizing the love and the pain in the pain. And that's such a hard thing to love yourself, even as everything is falling apart, loving yourself and loving the world for everything it has to offer. Because, you're so stuck in this one way of thinking. You're so stuck in this sense that, you know, oh, everything's crumbling, everything's crumbling. And you're just like, okay, well, maybe if we start looking out a little bit, maybe if we start looking around and seeing other people for all their flaws as well, just as we have our own, like, it's okay, it's going to be okay. And when the day comes where, you know, it's just that, that collection ended, the collection of experience ended, it goes back into, it goes back into life. It just goes back into life. Life just goes back into life. And that's awesome. Like, that's really cool. You know, and I get so caught. I'm like, well, maybe it'll end tomorrow. And it's like, what is it like to die? I don't know. What is that like? I hope, you know, I don't know. Maybe I have to, to get over this fear. You know, maybe it's something I only have to face once. But maybe, you know, I don't know. I don't know what it is and it's something I'm working through, but I know I'm not alone in it. And that's a big thing. It's like thinking you're alone. You're like, I'm the only one that's going to die. Look around you. Every single person that has ever existed, every single human and non-human animal and plant, it's not here anymore. And that's okay. It's not here in the sense that you think it's here at least. Take a look at a cemetery. Take a look at how many people have left this earth. And, you know, it's always such a somber event. Why is it always so sad and very depressing? And, you know, and I understand why. You're losing, you're losing something. Something that was here, that you value, that you valued, that gave 
value to the world or devalue to the world, you know, or what is that? I don't even know if that means anything. Something can something be devaluable if you can learn from everything. I don't know, but everything here seems to have some sort of purpose moving us forward. And, you know, why are we always getting so caught up in, in, in like ultimate meaning? I don't know what ultimate meaning is. Like it's this idea of perfection in my head of like, Oh, well, ultimate meaning means we're working towards perfection and everything I see perfection doesn't exist. When people say there's no meaning, you take a nihilistic perspective on these, on life there's no meaning and nothing matters. It's it's like, I don't even know what that means because we can agree that meaning does exist in some sense. You know the things that you find meaningful, your family, your friends, your occupation maybe, or your ability to pursue the things you love, the innate abilities that you have within yourself. Like that, that is a meaningful thing to you. There's meaning. There's meaning in that in your relationships or whatever. There's meaning there. And to say, well, life doesn't have any meaning. Well, like, look around. Everything has meaning. Everything has meaning. It doesn't make sense to say that meaning doesn't exist when it's not one thing. Meaning is not a singular a singular act. It, it exists within the world all over. And it's like we're asking the wrong question. Or the question of, is there meaning? It's like, of course there's meaning. Of course, is there meaning? Is, does meaning exist? If you can think of one thing that you find meaningful in your life, whether it's your sister or your spouse or your partner or your house, the, the fact that you're not getting rained on right now, and I apologize if you're getting rained on right now, but if you're in a dry spot in the rain, like there's something that's like, oh, this is good. I'm, this, is, this means something to me that, I'm not in a bad situation. It means something to me that allows me to look positively on life. It has something that brings you this sense of joy and comfort and love. Like that's meaning. What are you looking for? What else are you looking for when meaning exists right here within yourself? Always. There's always meaning in something. There's always meaning in something. And we get so caught up. And I myself included, like I'm not saying this like I've figured this out and I've I've uh you know, meditated with, with the monks in Nepal yet, yet, um, and I figured out the, the meaning to life. Like, I don't, I don't know, but, you know, I, cause I'm still struggling with everything myself. I'm still just as long the train of like, wow, what does it all mean? And, you know, I still struggle with this all the time and that's okay. It's okay. I have had to like let go of that sense of ultimate meaning because there's meaning everywhere. There's meaning in everything. There's meaning in in just existing and it's like finding it's finding that which is difficult and i understand how difficult it is because i've gone through it myself finding the meaning finding what it is to exist what it means to live what it means to experience anything to experience the world to experience existence that's what i'm trying to do with this podcast i'm trying to give something to the world that that doesn't it doesn't matter who sees it who just who listens what in whatever case there may be i just want to offer something that gives wisdom to others just as much as it gives wisdom to me so i'm learning just as much every day 
uh, about this world. And every day we gain a little bit of knowledge. We gain a little bit of more insight, even if it seems like a hard road, even if it's a hard road for you, even if you're struggling right now, even if you're going through some really, really tough times, the toughest times you've ever had to deal with in your life, even in those times, I want to offer something, something back to let you know that you're not existing alone. You're not there by yourself in this world. We're all together. It's just to know that people are there thinking about these things that you're thinking of. And everything that we can do, everything that I can do is just offering what I learn. And and through conversation, through discussion, through being open to to new ideas and new perspectives, opening conversation up in a way that offers something to the world. And and that's all I want to do. You know, that's all I want to do. It doesn't matter who listens, how many people listen to this. I'm not in it for money or fame or anything. You know, I have a Patreon, but I mean, that's, you know, that's, I'm just, you know, people have to live. People have to live, <laughs> um, you know, and it takes money to do that. You know, I, not, this isn't a call for people to donate to my Patreon. I just, it exists in the world just like um, other people's Patreon. Maybe somebody else deserves a better Patreon. Go, go donate to the people that you care most about. Support the people you care most about because they bring value to you, your life. You, wanna, you should want to bring value to theirs. I mean, you know, it's like, of course, like if I can afford these things, I'll donate. Um, and, you know, a lot of us can do that if we really want to. Um, we got to give back. We got to give back. We got to be more charitable. We got to give more. You know, whatever that may be for you, it doesn't have to be money. It can be time. It could be energy. Like, don't donate to my Patreon. Go volunteer, clean up trash for rec- recycled for veterans. If you're in California, you know, like that. Shout out to my friend Rob and his nonprofit, Recycle for Veterans. Link is in the description to go check out his page to go do good in the world. You know, like go do something. Just do something. You f- whatever you find meaningful and in the best way you can contribute you know if you gain value and have some money to spend on a charity you really like or 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 a creator you really enjoy listening to or watching um you know whoever that may be you know you should be able to give back to them and it's cool because like, yeah, i don't want to get bombarded by ads i would rather donate a dollar a month to somebody that i watch on youtube so he can support himself and continue doing the same things that I find value in them creating. Of course, I would rather donate a dollar to that person than getting blasted in my face, McDonald's ads and KFC trying to be Gen Z with their advertising. I mean, I don't, I can't, I don't want to get bombarded every day on TikTok from some sponsorship. Um, you know, that's why I don't follow anybody on TikTok because I can't watch TikTok. It's just absolutely abhorrent to me. Sometimes, and I know that there's a lot of, I know I post on TikTok. So look at, we all got to do something out here. But the problem, I'm not saying TikTok has no value or else I wouldn't be on it because I think there is value. It's great. It's very recognizable. You get so much attention on TikTok, which is crazy. Um, you can at least. Um, but, you know, not that those things don't have any value, but you have to be aware of the consequences of using those as well. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, 
you know, I don't want to get bombarded by advertisements like that, you know, and gain no value. I'm never going to eat McDonald's again. I'm sorry, McDonald's. I'm literally never going to eat McDonald's again, ever. You can't be doing what you're doing, McDonald's. I don't need to get blasted every day in the face with McDonald's advertise with those types of advertisements when I watch a YouTube video. And obviously with AI and machine learning, we are just getting more and more integrated with technology in a way that's like, they're very much targeting us. But why do we have to see that as a bad thing? We don't always have to see that as a bad thing. That maybe just the next logical moral step even to, to just become in a symbiotic relationship with artificial intelligence. And that's just the way of consciousness progressing past here. It's okay. Like, that's totally fine. I, it doesn't have to be the next. Maybe we will, go, we will, as humans, go through some very difficult, interesting times. And maybe that is the case. Maybe that is the path for our consciousness. But maybe also this could go like really well if we do it right. And maybe they've already, they don't even care. You know, maybe they just don't even care. And AI goes on like helping us, but not with us just completely not understanding the intricacies and complexities of what it means to be an artificial intelligence, Um, which is like artificial intelligence. Why do we just say intelligence? Why does it have to be artificial? Because we created it. Um, But like we created babies, we create babies all the time. It's not an artificial baby. Um, I, I don't know. Remove the artificial in intelligence. Um, if, if you would like that on a t-shirt, maybe I can make that happen. I don't, I have no idea. Um, if, if you would like that on the t-shirt, message me on Discord at ExistencePod. I have a Discord, new thing, Discord. I think that's really, it's a really cool platform that I would love to get to know people who listen to this podcast, I would love to get their perspective on things and I would love to talk to you guys um, in an open way. Like maybe we could put that on YouTube or something. That'd be super cool. Um, I want to keep my interviews in person as much as I possibly can. Um, For me, that's just a personal thing. I mean, I love traveling. I love talking to people. For me, the most genuine conversations. Some, uh, for me, I should say, there's a different element. Not that, there's a there's a different element to being in person that that remote conversations just don't have, and you know maybe that changes through augmented reality. I don't know, but right now as we as we are experiencing things, as I am experiencing as we are experiencing things in 2023 when this episode is recorded, I want to keep things in person as much as I can because there's a different element to me, and it's like a whole process. You, know, you get to meet them, you get to talk to them before and after, and it's like a it's a beautiful thing to, to be in a, engaged in a dialogue between two people talking about very interesting and complex topics. To me, there's something beautiful about that. I just like to do it in person. Not that uh, remote interviews are bad. I think they're, I think I've had some very meaningful remote interviews and I, I do, I cherish those that I have had, but you know, when I think about myself and I think of just building genuine connections with other people, lasting connections, like taking the trip out to see somebody or them seeing me is such a meaningful thing instead of, it's not, it's not, you know, I can have great conversations with people on the phone, but it's just not like being with them. You know, it's not like seeing them face to face and sharing life with them. So 
I'm trying to keep it as in person as I possibly can. But being on Discord would be a sweet thing, I think. So if if any of you are interested in talking with me and seeing where conversations like that go and kind of building a community on Discord, uh, message me on Discord and we could start something. I have at existence pod. It's going to be cool. And I would really love to figure that out. My brother showed me around Discord because I'm a bit old because I'm an old man. I'm 25 and I, this is, I've had to Google how to use Discord multiple times until my brother showed me, Brendan, who was on this podcast. Uh, episode is linked in the description. And yeah, I think that would be cool to to kind of get a community going in Discord if anyone is interested in doing that. But yeah, I don't know. Like this is just me rambling and talking about things that I find cool and I find interesting and of value to myself at least. And You know, I like to think myself isn't a completely dull person. So um, I am making my way through life just as everyone else is here. I'm making my way through existence um, just as you are. So I, I'm, I'm happy to share it with you guys. And that's all, that's all it is talking about things, exploring ideas, talking about love and consciousness and philosophy and what it means to pursue a life well lived. You know, this is what it is. What does it all mean? Uh, I'm Eben Liao. This has been another episode of Existence, and I will see you in the next episode.